This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You think I'm confident? You think Kevin's confident? How about the people who will pull a phrase out of their asshole and just hope that they have it, the right meaning behind it? I think you're also referring to me. So no, you'll, you'll combine like two sayings. Yes. Again, making it sound like I want it to sound. Hearing what I want to hear. We probably need to talk about that. <laughs> what? That's very unhealthy. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Let's take a breath. <sighs> Hi guys, I'm Sydney Lodwaco and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I share the mic with people you may recognize, experts in their fields, people I find inspirational, or people who make me laugh, like my fiance, Nick, giving them a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. Two weeks from the wedding. Can you think about anything else besides that right now? My brain is on one track these days. And all tracks lead to shit I got to do for the wedding. It's up there. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you, it's like wedding and truck for you. Wedding, truck, and like the most important project of my life at work. (laughs) Ah, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) You're balancing. You're juggling. That's all I do is juggle. (laughs) I don't have the luxury of not juggling. I guess that's kind of what being I'm a, a jester. I'm a court jester. I'm take me as a clown. Make me a Don't bicycle. Like a clown to you. <laughs> um, make me a bicycle clown. Okay, so Shut your mouth, funny man. Make me a bicycle. <laughs> that's where we are mentally right now. So just prepare yourselves for this episode. I've taken in a lot of fumes in the last couple <laughs> yeah. hours. He finally finished his wedding project. <laughs> project. There was multiple projects that I had no, I was voluntold. No, it went like, hey, Nick, I really want to have marquee letters for our wedding. And I reached out to this company and they said it was going to be around $600 an hour. And you said, I can just make this. Absolutely goddamn not. (laughs) So how did it go in your memory? That's how it went for mine. No, I'm saying what I said was, no, we're not renting them for, we're not renting marquee letters, 600 bucks a pop an hour yeah, for multiple hours. It's not happening. So I said, I could probably make those. And, and that was the magic well, sentence. You, originally, you only wanted the word love. And then you were like, what if we did like SNN? And I was like, I mean, sure. If that's what you want. What about like uh, making a welcome sign? What mm-hmm. about maybe painting these flower pots? What about making table numbers? What about that? <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure about that's not why? So you've made a gigantic welcome sign, which is about, it was six foot tall. You had to shave it down to get it in the truck. You made. Comfortably. Pots for the tables. You made, I didn't make the pots. I just painted them. You painted them. You had to glue a few together that were broken. You made table numbers. Are you going to be upset if we end up having less table numbers than you had to make after we did a second batch of table numbers? This is essentially you telling me that we're not going to need that many. 
How many? How many do we need? Wow, with a head table, fourteen. Dude, I had fifteen, and I was told I needed to make more, <laughs> so I made more. Because people added at the last second, and then some people backed out. <laughs> You are going to be the talk of the wedding. I'm telling you now. I would hope I would be anyway, because it's my <laughs> wedding. But your efforts are going to be highly <laughs> talked about. Here's my thing is I don't do anything in my life ex- with the exception of you for anyone else but myself. As far as like building stuff and making stuff. Okay. I'm saying like, obviously, if somebody calls me up and I need you to help me with this, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm a good person. (laughs) But as far as like building stuff, I don't give two shits if anyone comes up to me and says, those look amazing or those look like shit. Don't care. And it's not that I like don't like these people. Obviously, they're at our wedding. Like I love everyone who's going to be at our wedding, but I don't do it for that. So when people come up to me, and say that, in my mind, I'm immediately like, yeah, but you don't know how long it took me. <laughs> like, you don't know how much work went into it. I'm pissed that I had to do that. I can't get over, I can't get over how much work went into it. <laughs> so, I don't yeah. want to hear that you like them. <laughs> well, hindsight is 2020, and I think it would have been cheaper just to rent them at this point. No. But they're way cooler than anything that we could have rented. And I you, exaggerated how much I spent. Yeah, you did. The other, you freaked me out the other day when you said how much. I, I mean, spent. it's I probably like, it's probably up there though, because <laughs> we kept buying more things for it. But it seems like then you're not a words of affirmation person. Um, which I thought you were. No. What your options are? The way that you like to receive love or affection are through gifts, through words of affirmation, through quality time, through touch. Acts of service. I think that's all of them. Sorry if I forgot one. Probably acts of service. You show love through acts of service? No, I show love in multiple ways. (laughs) I'm a well-rounded... Lover? Giver of love. (laughs) So you like to receive love and acts of service? Yeah, I mean, go, go into some detail on that. Like, what do you mean? Like, if I were to take out the trash without you asking or... Yeah, yeah. Going to the grocery store and getting the things that... You always like to yeah, eat or, you know. Or like making dinner. Making dinner, yeah. That's what you like? Yeah. I don't need to be touched. I don't need you to tell me that I'm doing a good job. Yeah. That's I don't it. need gifts. Like I... Good to know. That's it. If if it's any of them. It's access You know service. what I mean? Like I... Yeah. You don't need I'm much. I'm almost <laughs> to the point where I'm like, do I need You're love? You're self-sufficient and... <laughs> I don't know if I... <laughs> I think that's because your self love. Are, cry- are you crying? I'm laughing, crying. I think that's because your self love is so high, Ashley. And oh I, my god! We're talking about how much there. confidence you and your brother possess. Okay. It's the most amount of confidence you've ever witnessed in two human beings. And then we realized that Kevin also, just like Nick here, has been prom king multiple times. I was prom king one time homecoming. for the last time and homecoming king we just and you talked were nominated about this last night yeah so he was because also- you keep telling people and they look at me like what especially people who i went to school with like they can immediately be like well that's not that's a lie because he didn't even go to prom senior year okay so it was yes i was prom- homecoming king and prom king okay one one of each 
and nominated. No, that was it. And Kevin was the same. I don't even know. So I think all roads lead to the confidence is from being recognized in high school, peaking in high school. (laughs) Anyways, I wanted to share two things from our week. Technically, we were apart last week. Um, So last week, we're at my good friend's little sister's wedding. She's also my friend. And she had very specific dress codes on the website for each event. And I made a mistake because I don't read things. I tend to look at things how I want them to be, how I want them to be. Like I'll read things in a way that I want them so to unhealthy. be So unhealthy. The most unhealthy <laughs> thing you could do. And this happened again. So the dress code for their welcome party. Nick was driving from Cincinnati to meet me and my parents. We were driving from Virginia. We were going to meet at the wedding. So Nick had packed his bag with what he needed. I told him beforehand. You only get one shot, too, when you're traveling. (laughs) The welcome party is really casual. It's not a big deal. Um, And then same thing to my dad. He was, like, trying on different outfits. And he was like, do I need a jacket? I was like, you know, you don't need a jacket. It's really casual. Don't worry about it. So then we take a look at the website as we're driving down. Just take one more look-see at what the dress code is and the information that we needed. And then we read, it said, smart casual jacket preferred okay so now nick has not packed a jacket my dad has not packed a jacket the the problem what happened here was that i read that line jacket preferred as if you get colds you may prefer a jacket so bring one and i took that as this venue is probably outdoors or it's chillier, so you would want to bring a jacket with you. I brought a jacket with me. I didn't realize until we were driving down and my dad let me know that actually jacket preferred means they want the guys to wear a jacket. Then we This had- is what pisses me off. <laughs> is I specifically remember you saying, you even said it's going to be outdoors, <laughs> the, which it wasn't, completely indoors at one of the nicest places I've ever seen in my life. You said it was going to be, it's going to be outdoors. So they had on there that you may want to bring a jacket <laughs> if you get cold. Nowhere did she tell me jacket preferred because if she had, I would immediately have said, oh shit, I need to wear a jacket. And then she would have said, well, only if you get cold. And I would have said, no, that is the most idiotic thing <laughs> that you could have said to me. Jacket preferred means they prefer that you wear a jacket. And they don't necessarily prefer it as much as they almost require you wear a jacket. So we had a panic and I was texting my friend who was the maid of honors, her sister. And I was like, oh shit, like it's, we are now realizing that the website says jacket preferred. We're on our way down there. Do we actually need the guys to have a jacket? It says smart casual. So will they be okay with like a collared shirt and no jacket? And Casey was like, I, you know, I think that'll be totally fine. Like, I don't want to ask my sister, but. I'll ask like the bridesmaids and she asked another bridesmaid and they were like, oh, I th- think it'll be okay. And then they, she, Casey ended up asking Mackenzie and she was like, no, wear a jacket. So we went to Macy's. You know what? I think that you lucked out in the situation because I bought you a new jacket and it looked amazing. Yeah, but here's the only other <laughs> thing. I don't have a shirt to wear underneath the jacket that like looks good because you can't just buy a jacket and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, Like you're not, I'm not happy Gilmore where you can just throw a jacket on me and meet at the 19th green. Like, 
You can't do that. You, you can't really just good. put a t-shirt underneath, which is exactly what I did. You did. It looks good. A black good. shirt. Yeah, but I've never done that ever. Like that would never, if somebody gave me the option to wear a nice button down underneath a jacket or a t-shirt, I would immediately say button down. Like I'm not a t-shirt under a jacket guy. It's a great look if you can pull that off. I happen to think that I can't. No, we learned that you can't. I was so we did learn that. out of place. No. Yeah, it was like a very classy group. But you guys look great. I think moral of the story is I don't I don't want words of affirmation here. Moral I'm still pissed of the about story it. is that you shouldn't listen to what I say because again I'm gonna read things how I want to read them. I was repaired. I brought a jacket. I feel good. It was my bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one other thing that we did discuss this week on the topic of weddings. So we're not doing a first look for our wedding. Everyone's like, you should do a first look. We're not doing it. Um, our our plan is to write letters to each other because it's an a node to how we met and how we used to write letters back and forth to each other. So we're going to write a letter to one another. We on- met in 1886. <laughs> we're going to write a letter to each other so to read on the morning that we are waking up on our wedding day. And then I asked you, because I've heard this from other people that are not doing first looks, that they also don't text each other at all during the day they, they like have no communication at all so you're like the whole day is spent apart so it's keeping with the traditions and i think it's nice it's like old-fashioned it's what they used to do in the olden days you couldn't talk to each other you'd have to write letters there was no texting no calling okay yeah you know? they also used to do lobotomies <laughs> it's like yeah they didn't have phones so they didn't text people they didn't text each other they didn't call. I think it's nice. Then we're like really missing each other on the day of when then we finally get to see each other. It's like, oh, I wonder what he's been thinking all day. You know what? I dare you. Not to text me? I dare you. We'll see if you can do it. I think I can do it. Okay. Do it. What do I win if I don't text not, Absolutely nothing. Why not? I feel like we should put some money on this. What money? <laughs> We're poor right now. All of our money is just being drained. All my money's kind of tied up in like <laughs> wedding stuff. Not crypto, unfortunately. Let's get into keeping up with the kids this week. I've got two things. Okay. That the kids have been discussing. Well, one, we all we Can't watched wait. we watched your favorite show. Finally, the finale of Love is Blind. Yeah. I feel like you didn't really pay attention yet again, even though you <laughs> knew I was gonna ask you stuff about it. And he still didn't listen. We didn't watch it live. I had to dodge the internet for a week because I wanted to make sure I watched it with you because I know you love it so much. So you're welcome. And the big thing with the finale was that they were going to do a live version of the Love is Blind finale reunion, which was a year after they since the couples were filming. And it's similar to how The Bachelor does their live Uh, after the final rose which i think that's what they were aiming for but then netflix botched it and they had to wait around for an hour for them to finally come on so people were already pissed about that and they were already tweeting back and forth about how annoyed they were not not tweeting (laughs) and then once the show finally aired everyone was hating on vanessa and nick mostly vanessa i love hold on i love how people take to twitter when they're frustrated about stuff why do you say that? I just think it's hilarious to me. Where else would you go? Like your your group chats? I um, guess? Or just keep it to yourself and just be pissed. Like you don't have to go to Twitter and be like, oh my God, I'm trying to watch Love is Blonde and they're messing my night up. Hashtag whatever. Like, I don't know. 
It's just like, okay, who's who's seeing that? People, I mean, they, people live tweet. I guess they don't do Love is Blind as much, but they live tweet The Bachelor. That's a big thing. All the memes. Some of them are pretty funny, but that's what people's like main thing to do during those. I just want to be like, yeah, I'm having the same issue. Weird. <laughs> it is Twitter is helpful for everyone's, finding out when things everyone's are down. not able to see it. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so people had to wait for an hour, and then once the show finally aired, people were not happy with the host. And they before they this reunion even took place, people on TikTok were like, Vanessa and Nick are not equipped for this finale. They need to ask some. Very hard-hitting questions, and we know that they're not going to. One of the main things that people were getting on Vanessa about was that she kept bringing up how she wants the contestants to have a baby. Like, when's the baby coming? When's the first Love is Blind baby? Like, shoving babies down their throats. And a lot of people were like, you can't do that. (laughs) Like, you can't ask people that question these days. It's really inconsiderate. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know if they've been trying to have a baby. You don't know if they don't want to have kids. You You don't know anything about that. And Vanessa also said some things because of the fact that she was live, it was a little risky. Like, what was that one line where she was she called them um, frickin' frack? You could even see in Nick's face, he was like, whoa, frickin' frack? We had to look. That's the one time you paid, paid attention the whole reunion. You looked Because I heard, because my dad used to say that to me and my brother. Uh, you know, frickin' frack over here. And she referred da, 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 da. to... What? My, she was referring to Micah and Paul's mom as frickin' frack. Yeah. I thought you guys were close. I thought you were like frickin' frack. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> How about anything else? How about any other comparison? I would not do well live myself. I would say something dumb. I don't get how people have the editing. confidence to say a phrase or say something that they're unsure of. Like they're unsure of the meaning of it. Hmm. I'll never understand that level of... You think I'm confident? You think Kevin's confident? How about the people who will pull a phrase out of their asshole and just hope that they have the right meaning behind it? I think you're also referring to me. But I do that when I combine like two phrases and make it into a new phrase. No, you'll you'll combine like two sayings. Yes. Again, making it sound like I want it to sound. Hearing what I want to hear. We probably need to talk about that. (laughs) What? That's very unhealthy. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Uh, here we go. Here's Frick my... and Frack. Meaning Dixie just walked in the room. What are your thoughts on the final couples? Okay, so the couples that ended up together at this finale are Zach and Bliss. Shocking. Um, Chelsea and Kwame. And then obviously Tiffany and Brett. Everyone else broke up. What are your thoughts? Obviously, we know that Tiffany and Brett were going to make it from the beginning. We love them. I'm not shocked. Zach and Bliss is a little bit of a shocker. No thoughts? (laughs) I don't have any thoughts. No surprise? I thought we already talked about this show. (laughs) You're not surprised at all that they're still together? No, they they left together. It's been a year? Yeah. Then all of them are surprising me. (laughs) Suit Boy? I'm kind of in the same camp as whoever was talking shit about his, uh, his eye contact. Eye contact's really good. You're in the in same boat as Irina. In certain situations. <laughs> no, I'm in my, I'm in my other, you I'm in my own boat. You don't want to be in her boat. That's not a good boat to be in. Okay. I'm in my own boat, but we're heading the same direction. <laughs> okay. Too much eye contact is seriously frightening. I don't trust people who stare at me like that and continue to sing when they're clearly probably top three worst singers that I've ever heard in my life. Like going out on a limb is one thing. Singing I can even look at the TV. I couldn't even make eye contact with him, and I'm not even in the same room. My Latin teacher once told me or congratulated me on my very good eye contact. He told the rest of the class that 
I have great eye contact and that they should take notes and do like I am. <laughs> be like me. Sounds like he was hitting on you. No, it was in Latin. So I understood him because I knew Latin. I was a good student. I made good Can eye- read other <laughs> languages, but not a dress code. Put that on your resume. <laughs> um, okay. One other thing that came out on Instagram was Mike and Paul broke up. Paul kept saying that his reasoning for breaking up with her was that he couldn't see her as a nurturer and that she didn't have a nurturing quality and he just couldn't like see like making a family with her. And that wasn't necessarily, he said on the show that it wasn't necessarily because she's not like a nurturing person that she can't be a mom, but that he just couldn't see them together as that role. And then she posted this video like right after the reunion, like thanking him for their relationship and that. Obsession. Someone you can't live without. Hmm. I say, fall head over heels. Find someone you can love like crazy and who will love you the same way back. How do you find him? Well, you forget your head and you listen to your heart. I would get icky feelings in my stomach if a girl posted that after we broke up on national television. A glimpse into our relationship through our own lens after filming. So what's weird about this is that this is a year after they broke up. They might have like dated for like a second after, but there's a whole year later that she's posting this video compilation of their relationship and like making out and kissing and something. Yeah, I'd feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> it's weird, right? I would get a weird feeling in my stomach. It's a little weird. Like I guess I guess the reason for posting it now is she probably wasn't allowed to post it a year ago when this all happened. God forbid. So she's been sitting on this video footage oh, for a year. Oh god, I, th- I bet it was fucking horrible too. <laughs> sitting on that footage. God, just so. let her post it, man. <laughs> She's got to get it out. <laughs> it's been sitting in drafts for a year. So yeah, people people were very mixed feelings about this video. They were like, imagine your ex posting this a year later. I would shit. feel sick to my stomach. And <laughs> so I'd probably delete my social media. I don't know what that is. And, and someone, like, whoa. Someone did say that. I, I don't need know. to get out of here. <laughs> someone said he might be dating someone else. So someone else. So it's like, what? <laughs> so I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, the girl's like, what is, did you see this? And he's like, I have no idea. idea. (laughs) Um, So that happened. And then the other thing that happened with Love is Blind this week was that contestants are coming forward. Several contestants from previous seasons allege that filming the show was a traumatic experience that included high levels of exhaustion, (laughs) insufficient meals, lack of sunlight, and panic attacks. They said, yeah, yeah, lack of sunlight, lack of sunlight. Because all you're doing is talking to somebody in a pod and you can't see their face. So you're going to get a little less sunlight than you would typically get. They say producers took advantage of them so they could film. Season two contestant Danielle, this one was bad. She said that producers pressured her to stay on the show despite her vocalizing suicidal thoughts. That's not good. Contestants are also, some contestants like Jackie have also discussed facing high levels of online hate and threats when coming off the show. Jackie says that she did not attend the in-person reunion because she was receiving constant death threats, which is never a good thing. No, never a good thing, but also don't act like a psycho on TV. Yeah, well, Jackie, I feel like also didn't want to own up to her own. Yeah, no responsibility. Yeah, no accountability. She still went on the reunion. She just recorded it beforehand. She just didn't want to see Marshall. But either way, she was still a part of the reunion, just not live. So that yeah, was... she doesn't strike me as somebody who is afraid to be on camera or to go someplace, even if she's getting death threats. Because if you remember, she <laughs> put up a pretty tough front yeah. 
on the show. What are you what are you saying now? It's mixed. Or do you or did you just now want to own up and have to have an actual conversation with Marshall? And it was I felt bad for him because he had to have a one sided conversation. Are you sure about that, Snow White? <laughs> Say it one more time and I'm gonna cut your mic. Don't cut it. Um, oh, cut, you know what? Cut my mic. <laughs> Um, I feel I'm bad. done. <laughs> He's the no coolest response. dude on the show, and he got shafted. I know, and that pisses me off. I love him, <laughs> not like that. Justin, come get your girl, bro. Marshall? No, yeah. Isn't Justin his? Uh, isn't Justin who you were on tour with? Oh yeah, his cousin. Yeah, that's his cousin. Yeah, I was talking about Marshall. I know. I'm saying Justin, come get your. I don't know. I didn't. Whatever, follow. dude. <laughs> Anyways, that is the Love is Blind drama. I, I, I'm sure in their contract, those things have all been stated. I think I even saw somewhere where one contestant's like suing production for treating them badly. Which suing production for treating them badly or you just don't want to work anymore. <laughs> What's up? Which one is it? Um, there's- oh, you're not in the limelight anymore and now you have to sue production. Maybe just leave the show. That's cool. That was from a different season. Oh, exactly. Why don't you just leave the show when you're uncomfortable? Do they it in the moment. They said that if they were to leave the show, they would be charged the amount of money that they would have made or something like that. Like it would have been like $100,000 in fines or something if they would have left the show. Excuse me? Yeah. So that's why they were. Okay. But did they sign not. a contract beforehand? Yeah, I'm sure. And shut up and be on the show. <laughs> Shut your mouth and know your role. There's no way that they went on the show without signing a contract because the contract that we had to sign for Bachelor was like a packet. Yeah. It was gigantic to the point where you don't even really know what you're signing because there's so much legal jargon that you're like, hope that this is going to work out. Everyone? I just, I have no sympathy for people who, I'm going to tread lightly here. I'm going to tread real lightly. I have no sympathy for people who put their lives out on national television like that and then later claim, well, we were treated poorly. Okay, then leave. Or do you just want to be on TV so bad that you're going to put up with it until the end of the show and then try to sue and say, well, the whole time we were there. Okay, well, you could have left the whole time you were there. And then if you do and then if you do have to pay back this money, then sue them and say, I'm not paying because you guys gave us unfit conditions or whatever mm-hmm. whatever they call it. Yeah. I'm I am an expert on bird law, not mu- not so much civil. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I do know that <laughs> always sunny. there have been claims like for other shows like Bachelor in the past where they like don't give people proper food and they feed them too much alcohol. Okay. People still keep going on though. Either don't go on the show or go on the show and stop complaining. I don't care either way because I'm done. <laughs> okay. So one other big thing that happened this week that the internet is obsessed with. Are you excited? I'm excited about this one. I'm excited to tell you about this one. Do you know who Sophia, Sophia Richie is? No. Have you been seeing all of the content around her? You haven't seen one thing. Dude. <laughs> Do you want me to just pull up my social media so you can see my algorithm? Apparently it's really different from mine. But anyways, I I have the information for you, so don't worry. Oh. Okay, so Sophia Richie got married this past week to Elliot Grange. They are both Nepo babies. What the hell <laughs> are these terms? 
Nebo babies doesn't mean like your parents are famous. So they got married in the south of France on April 22nd. She's the daughter of Lionel Richie, and he is the son of the Universal Music Group executive Lucien Grange. Never heard of it. I hadn't heard of it either until this moment. Elliot Grange is 29. He owns the hip-hop label 10K Project. And then Sophia is 24, and she's a model, fashion designer, and influencer. She was going to do music, but then she didn't want to fall in the footsteps of her father. Um, Vogue is calling this, this this ceremony this year's royal wedding. The PR for this wedding was impeccable and a new wave of celebrity access with the with she had like in the moment get ready with me videos on TikTok and she was showing all the details that was happening as they were happening in real life at the wedding. Guests in attendance included Lionel Richie, her sister Nicole Richie, Paris Hilton, Cameron Diaz, Benji and Joel Madden, the Madden brothers who are good Charlotte. They also performed at the after party. Um, and it's fun fact is Elliot Grange's cousin has, have you seen, is this in your algorithm? Octopus lover eight from TikTok. No, I love him. You even seen him. He does like modern day reenactments of historical events. Oh, you mean like like drunk history? Kind of. They're very sarcastic. No, but they're really funny and just original the best i love them so yeah it much. was ri- yeah you know what i do love that i loved it the first time they did it he does it really well though and oh i bet he's very loved by the internet so don't go against i don't care <laughs> what is it what does he say pussy something sounds very wholesome <laughs> uh pussy psa pussy psa he's great good times uh, fun facts fun facts sophia you richie used to date scott disick isn't that crazy who the fuck is scott disick courtney's ex Kourtney Kardashian's ex. Oh. You know who Scott Disick is. Lord Disick. Duh. Okay, so she also dated Justin Bieber. She dated Scott Disick like right after him and Kourtney broke up. Oh, quite the age gap between Justin Bieber and Scott Disick. Scott Disick is 14 years older than Sophia Richie. That's why this them dating was crazy. Okay, so this is her when she was dating Justin Bieber for a very short period of time. And her style has evolved as her dating has evolved. So this is her and Justin very like well she was probably a teenager when she dated justin bieber to be honest and this is her with lord disick this is her 21st birthday he's 14 years so older than disgusting, her almost it's not it's not good so she's you wearing can't say it's a not 100 percent disgusting because she's over 18 but at the same time like it is what are you it's doing, not great dude lionel richie was not a fan of this relationship um she's wearing a pink bodysuit she's like kissing him it's her 21st birthday. Like, so you just see how her styles obviously evolved. Like she went from like a grungier bohemian what style. What is this about? Is this about her style? <laughs> What's going on? I'm just giving you all the facts. This is what the internet's talking about. We're, we're, we love her. We love her evolution. We love, she's become an it girl. Can so Brittany just... come back and shave her head so we talk about <laughs> something else? So this is her with Scott. And now she's with Elliot Grange. See the sophistication. She's wearing like cleaner clothes. She's bringing this new era of clean girl aesthetic. As you can see, it's like old money vibes let me just tell you the other night when i could not sleep it's because i did a deep dive on her wedding like the rest of the internet and i this is her this is who she married yeah and i read is he he's 29 so it's it's better it's five years i rethought everything about our wedding not that i could ever get anywhere close to something like this wedding because it was crazy she had three different chanel outfits designed for her you will now see after this wedding this new era of clean girl aesthetic and this old money style becoming a resurgence so and just the way that she 
gave us full access to her wedding and like the celebrity where in the past those things weren't revealed until like after the fact or they were kept secret or they were kept out of the news, but she like let everyone see everything. So it's a new way about going about celebrity. What do you think? It was gorgeous. I lo- The wedding was stunning. Well, Again, how, how sick do you think our wedding would be if we had that's yeah. billions of dollars? She has a PR team behind this and, you know, hats off to this PR team. They did an amazing job because right bo- the weekend before this, Courtney and Travis's wedding aired on Hulu. Nobody cared because everyone was obsessed with this wedding. And then everyone was like checking on Scott because Scott dated both Courtney and Sophia and was like, Scott, are you good? He said he was taking some time to himself. That's what I'm doing right now. During this conversation. <laughs> Perfect. So no no comments, thoughts. I was reconsidering everything. Like, should I change my makeup that I had planned? Should I? Have I'll tell you what you should do. <laughs> you should drop it. Because I have been slaving away. <laughs> I have a full-time job. So I come home from work. Or I work from home. And when that clock hits 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, whenever I finish... My ass has been down in that basement or in that garage putting together everything that you asked me to put together for the wedding that you dreamed of. And now you're telling me in a matter of an hour doing a deep dive in bed while I'm getting much needed rest because I've been, again, slaving away for the last year. You want to make changes to the wedding and we have less than two weeks 13 days. So, pardon me <laughs> if I'm not super jazzed about this conversation. Noted. Moving on. Hats off to Sophia, though. She also, even if I wouldn't get married, zero interest in these people. <laughs> Could not tell you who they are. I couldn't even... You just read their name to me several times. I still don't know their names. They've been all over everything this week. I can't believe it's not... For what? Crossed year. For their gorgeous wedding. Cool. Um. Lastly... Blink-182 has made a comeback, and you were Now very you're talking my language. <laughs> Do you want to tell me about this? I just, like, I don't know. I was on TikTok one day, and I guess Coachella was two weeks ago? Yeah. And I guess they came out and played for the first time together <laughs> since their last tour, mm-hmm. which was, I don't even know when. I mean, I watched every video, every song that they played. I was, somebody had posted on TikTok, and I just sat there, and I was like, God, they still got it. Still real to me, damn it. They still look the same. They look exactly the same. Couple gray hairs here and there, but sound great. Just, yeah, just takes you back. God damn. Back to my prime, apparently. What do you say that for? Because you told me I peaked in high school. Oh, full circle. I love what you did there. That was lovely. So your obsession this week was Blink-182 and mine was Sophia Regine. No, I mean, my obsession lasted an hour. <laughs> I'm still in mine. You want to talk about obsessions this week for me? What? <laughs> what have I been doing all week? We did watch Jury Duty. No, what have I been doing? Oh, we all know you've been working on the no. sign. Oh, what? what have you been doing? What have you yelled oh, at me? Oh, he's decided he's getting a new truck the week before our wedding. <laughs> Don't say this because not, it's not literally going to cost me zero dollars. <laughs> not about that. I'm just being like... I was asking you about seating charts and you were fully in the truck research. And I was I'm like, just turning my truck in. Like, I don't know. It's going to be great. I'm not putting any money down. Literally just turned my truck in, taking the value of my truck, 
putting it towards another one. That's it. I'm not spending any money at all. We don't have it to spend right now anyway, so. We will next week, next month. <laughs> Just every time I looked over at him, he was like on, watching a new truck YouTube video, new truck. And my buddy Galvin fully convinced me. Like it was him who did it. Yeah. He was. He's a salesman. He is. He was. There you go. He has the same truck, and he was just like, he did it. He they did got it for you. me. He got my ass. They got you. I don't, I don't regret it, though. So That's good. Let's end this on. I forgot to tell them this. was This week at the same wedding, you got to fully witness an argument and the inner workings of my mom and I. <laughs> and it felt, even though it was like embarrassing for me to show you this side of myself, I don't know why you keep saying this. It side. was embarrassing. Like, because, like, I've seen this side and I saw that side early enough. So like, I don't know why I straight up told you about this type of behavior really early on when I heard you on the, on the phone with your parents at one point, at one point. Mm, yes. You remember? Yeah, I, do. I was like, I don't like that. Do what you want, but I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. I should have nipped it in the bud, but you know how, I, I've just had this relationship with my mom, especially just because... Should have nipped it in the bud. Do you know what that means? Like, stop doing... Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so you're that, right. that, that one was right. Okay. I've had this relationship with my mom because her and I are the same, personality-wise. So, occasionally, we would butt heads, especially when I was a teenager. Now Nowadays, it's way less. It's maybe, like, once a year. Or, like, if we've been around each other for a long period of time, we'll have, like, one little whatever. And it wasn't a big deal, and it was... I will, it's always my fault because I usually start it. And when I'm in the situation, I can't let it go. And I can't just, I get really proud and I can't admit my wrongdoings. Or if I do, I like, I don't know, you witnessed it firsthand. Yeah. I just. (laughs) She was essentially mean to her mom, right? Yeah. Like your mom was just, she just wanted an apology. Yeah. She just didn't want you to talk to her that way. But instead of you apologizing, you're like, yeah, I know. I, I talked like that. But here's why I talk like that. And she was like, no, you just need to not talk to me that way. That's all I want you to say. And she could not say that. She had to give an excuse. Well, this, this, and next week, and then. It's like, stop. Like, you're not getting it. And she's like, no, I am getting it. No, I, I get it. It's like, well, you're obviously not getting it because every time you go back into that room to, to apologize to her, you end up doing the exact same thing that you did. Yeah. The last time you tried to talk. Not my finest moment. I'll admit that. And I literally, <laughs> what's so funny is there was a moment where like everyone was going to bed and I was getting undressed. You were laying on the bed and I looked down at you and I said, you're wrong. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked up. And she, I could tell she was like waiting for me to be like, Hey, don't worry about it. Like I heard the whole thing. Like, I think we just need to go to bed. Like not, I looked at her and I said, you were wrong. I want you to go apologize because that was, you fucked up. And she was like, oh. no, I was- <laughs> you completely took by surprise. <laughs> I was like, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> it is hard having a mirror in front of your face like that in the moment. So anyways, my mom and I eventually made up. Also, alcohol was involved. It was like a little messy, but, um, it could have it could have been solved from the beginning if I had just exactly swallowed my it pride have been and actually apologized. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Like when it the just conversation first started, deal. it was not 
and it was not anything. Yeah. But you escalated it by deflecting and making excuses instead of just taking responsibility. So not my finest, but you got to have this lovely moment. My mom and I finally got to a point where we're like, okay, we're sorry. I said I was sorry. She had nothing to be <laughs> she, sorry she about. She didn't say sorry. I said sorry. <laughs> and we were like crying a little bit. And then she said something very lovely about you. She did. She said multiple things. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to lay here and act like I'm asleep. But she was just like, I'm so so happy that you met him and that you have someone like that in your life and someone that can call you, literally call you on your shit because <laughs> I need it. And because you, I mean, that's what a relationship is. Like, yeah, if you can't call somebody on their shit, like, what's the point? Yeah. You're just going to lay there and take it. Like, that's why when she, she'll get pissed off some days, like very quickly. Like when I'm just making a joke or like being sarcastic and like, I'm clearly joking, but it's like, she just wants to, you want to get into a fight at that point. I don't know about that. And I'm just like. (laughs) I almost like, I almost prefer that over her just like taking it sometimes. Sometimes I'm just joking. I'm not like trying to stir anything. I'm just like making a joke and she'll get like real butthurt about it. I'm like, all right. Just depends on my But sometimes she'll give it right back to me and I'm like, (laughs) okay, you want to fucking do this? (laughs) No. I will say that it is nice for me because I haven't been in a relationship before you that I I think when I like let you see I'm not trying to like blow up with my mom like this often especially after this last little one we had but it is nice for me to see like oh you can see me at my literal worst and be like that was literally nothing that I felt ha- like my I worst. feel so bad that your mom felt the need to apologize to me the next day yeah first of all she not none of it was her fault no she should not have apologized you should have apologized to everyone including <laughs> Sully Sully so, gets so stressed out. Our dog, because he gets really stressed out over yeah. like loud noises, and if you raise your voice, he freaks the freak out. So you should have been the one apologizing. <laughs> and the f- I wake up, and the first thing is your mom's like, "I'm so sorry." You're like, I, I was like, "What? No, you you do not you do not need to apologize to me. That was yeah your daughter one hundred percent." But we did have a very sweet moment that came out. <laughs> of it. Best was your dad. <laughs> so when things started to get a little bit. To the point where I was like, I don't need to be standing here. I feel like this is a mother-daughter conversation. I should probably just... And I walk over to where her dad's sitting, and he goes, yeah, you're just going to want to stay out of this one, huh? And I was like, yeah, dude, I have no business being here. Get caught in the crossfire. I wasn't saying anything. I was just like awkwardly standing there because I didn't know where else to stand. <laughs> so yeah, I think we got closer. I finally was just like... I think we all got closer from that weekend. For sure. You know what I felt like? You remember uh, in uh, Superbad where uh, Michael Sarah walks into the wrong room like at that party and he sees that they're like doing drugs and he's just like trying to like slip out the back like really quietly and they're like, hey, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, me? <laughs> you look like his brother, man. Yeah. You totally look like his brother. Oh, that's you sing part. and you sing good. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you got a brother, man? <laughs> no, but when they're in the room, he was like... Uh, yeah, you're so-and-so's brother, the singer. He's like, sing. He's like, nah. <laughs> He's like... Singing, you sing good. Well, he says, my brother came all the way from Scottsdale, and you're not going to sing? You sing, and you sing good. Yeah. But that's how I felt when he was just kind of like walking out of the... Trying to get out of the room. Okay. Because he was on the phone, and then they all came in, and he hung up. And my, That's how I felt standing there. 
I was just like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to, should I get in there? But the good came out of it and you got to see truly how my mom feels about you, which is she loves you. She does. So. I love her. I love your whole family. They're awesome. Even me when I'm at my worst. Got very lucky. Yes, I agree. But basically, the moral of the story is I shaved. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Finally. You shaved your beard. The whole internet was trying to get you to shave. First of all, how dare you? It was like second Second to the Sophia Ritchie wedding. It was like Sophia Ritchie wedding and then Nick should shave his beard was like all over the internet. Okay, well, kiss my ass because (laughs) I don't care whether I should shave or not shave according to the masses. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I had a beard. It was all right. It wasn't the best beard, but it was a beard nonetheless. You were proud of it. It took you a bit to get to that point. Yeah. It was good. I mean, I don't grow facial hair very well. Yeah. My brother can grow a pretty damn good beard. Pisses me off, so I tried to dry, tried to. Uh, you did, grow though. A beard. It grew. It got it was to thick. a certain point where it was just like, this needs to come off. I couldn't do it anymore. Plus, I'm going to a wedding at old JT's house. TJ, Thomas TJ. Jefferson. I don't know where JT. <laughs> it was Justin Timberlake. Yeah, it was Maybe. Thomas Jefferson's house, the wedding in Charlottesville that we went to. Yeah. That all these events took place. So I was like, if I'm wearing a, if this is a black tie, which means tuxedo. Yeah, we, I do know that one. That one I understand. Well, no, because you said black tie optional originally. And I was like, yeah, it's definitely not black tie optional. It's black tie. And you were like, wow. I mean, it's the same. It's very, very different. So, I thought I should probably shave. So, I didn't have it. Like, I have a little mustache goatee sitch right now, but I didn't have any of that. You're going to have a little scruff for the wedding? I'm going to buzz it. I'll buzz it. I'll do like a one. Mm-hmm. Maybe le- Or nice. maybe I'd shave it all the way on Monday and just let it grow until... Whichever you think. I'm not going to tell we'll you what to do because I have it. no idea. I've never never done that myself. We'll play. I mean, it doesn't, what's funny is it takes me a long time to grow like a full beard like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as like just scruff, a Stays day. Stays scruffy. Yeah, I mean, it could, <clears throat> it could be a day. Well, on that note, I think we're going to head out, call it an episode. Thank you guys for being here, for listening. You're going to see a lot more of Nick here soon. Hopefully. Not if I don't see a contract. If he agrees. Um, so stay tuned for that. Next time you hear us, we will be married. So we'll wish see. us luck. We'll see. Crazier things have happened. I'm just saying. Don't say that. You may run. I don't know. Knock on wood. We're going to be fine. We're going to make it to the (laughs) wedding unscathed. And everything's going to go great. Happily ever after. Love you guys. Thank you for being here. Share the episode. Have a good week. Bye. That is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review, follow, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And in the spirit of sharing, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or give us some love on social media and tag us at Something to Share Podcast on Instagram. See you next Wednesday.